The story of Piper Chapman, a woman in her 30s who was sentenced to 15 months in prison after being convicted of a decade-old crime of transporting money for her drug-dealing girlfriend. Anyone know what that is? Anyone? 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 Is it is it colors? Are there colors involved? There are, I, yes. I think there are colors involved. There's two colors. What co- uh, Yellow and black. Black and yellow, black and yellow. Black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. Is that it? It's close enough. It's orange is the new black. Ah, so close. And that's what we're talking about on this edition of Popular Fanatics. It's time to cook white, see some blue. Finny, Jacob, Matt, Zeklos, Kelly, it's true. The cat in the wall, eh? I'm gonna call him Stampy like 60s Batman. Holy catchphrase, we're campy. We've arrested our development, maybe in cutoffs. We're uncanny Wolverine to your Cyclops. Our shots are one in a million, but you know we don't get cocky. Chunk, no Captain Chunk, the Leo, Don, Raph, and Mikey. We'll jungle fill a pinky to your brain. Brian to your Stewie, now it's time for the refrain. It's time to find out what makes it tick. We're popular fanatics, oh yeah. Welcome into the show, everyone. I am your host, Chad Perkins at ChadPerkins21 on Twitter. Across from me is a tall, bearded gentleman. At Tall Be Free, Greg Casey. Free, Greg Casey. Welcome. Hi, Welcome. pop fans. Hello, all the Phantomaniacs out there. How is everyone? How are you, Greg? I'm good. I'm good. I, I just came back from vacation. I'm rested. Uh, I drove up to Maine for... Wow. And any of you out there who are thinking of driving up to Maine for vacation, don't. <laughs> Fly. There's a reason why the Wright brothers invented the airplane. It was a 16-hour drive. Uh, sweet Stephanie and I took it over two days. We stopped halfway. It sucked. It really did. The drive was terrible. Once we got there, it was beautiful. It was cool. It was on the beach. It was wonderful. But man, you're not supposed to be in a car for that long. No. So I understand you just got back from a vacation relatively recently as well. Correct. We were both away on vacation at the same time, although I wasn't as gone as long. I was in sunny, beautiful Florida. How was that, Chad? It was Florida. So now back to, you, on Greg. to back to hey so uh, no it was great it was great that's good that's good yes yeah so warm sunny warm sunny did you fly or beach. did you drive flew flew see you straight flight right way straight, straight flight flight straight flight money mm-hmm. yeah that's the way to do it so exactly. next time so pop fans out there fly fly Just spend the money spend the money you don't want to have to deal with all that time in the car no so. Anyway, so mm. summertime is a time for vacations. It mm-hmm. is also becoming the time for the release of Netflix's hit sensation dramedy, mm-hmm. Orange is the New Black, which is uh, the story of a, a woman's time uh, in uh, in a woman's prison, ironically enough. <laughs> and uh, it came out last summer. It was the less heralded of some of Netflix's offerings. The return of Arrested Development got a whole lot of publicity and everybody was really excited about it. And uh, House of Cards, which was um, optioned from an English uh, miniseries that was really well regarded, 
that got a whole lot of press because of Kevin Spacey and Robin mm-hmm. Wright Penn and all of that. But Orange is the New Black kind of came under the radar. And of the three, it was the most critically acclaimed. And it's becoming probably one of the more talked about series on Netflix uh, that they produce originally and really of everything that they offer. Um, it seems like it kind of took over this summer, the actors and the actresses. Um, and people got to binge watch it. They put it all out there on on one day. And uh, Stephanie and I watched the first season last year. We loved it. We were looking forward to the second season. Chad, you started watching Orange is the New Black kind of as the seat, not kind of, as the second season was starting. Yes. What? So why did, what made you just, I mean, there's a million things out there you could watch. Lord knows I'm throwing all kinds of stupid suggestions of things that you could be watching rather than working or having a social life. You are. Um, But you picked Orange is the New Black. Why'd you pick it? Um. Well, I was I was tired of you telling me, <laughs> you telling me to watch. I finally wore yeah, you down. all these things, and it, it did seem like you were pushing Game Game of Thrones the hardest. We'll get you there. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> um, but this was more accessible to me. I don't have HBO or HBO Go or the DVDs. Um, I think you do, but you haven't <laughs> lent them to me. Whatever, <laughs> but. Um, so, O is the new B, which is what I call it, uh, <laughs> is, was more accessible. And between the two, House of Cards and O is the new B, it's just like, um, I'm not big on politics per se. Uh, I'm sure it's an excellent show. I do love Kevin Spacey, but I just felt like I would probably connect better with uh, Orange is the New Black. And so I went with that one. You know, um, there, was, there was a hole, there was a void in my life because of no, what? Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. We're contractually <laughs> obligated <laughs> to mention it. We are. Every podcast. Every podcast. So, And we're doing we're great. Yep. Hey, we're we're on a roll. We've accomplished that. Yeah. So I, I turned to that one, and um, and I was instantly hooked. Now, I will... Now, s- what were you expecting going in? I didn't really have any expectations. Um, I thought... Women's prison. I don't know. Uh, did you know it was based on a real story? I think I did. Yeah, I think you probably blabbered that at some point. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you out there, uh, I blabber a lot. If this podcast is not indication <laughs> enough, so um, so yeah, I I just oh I'll tell you what I watched the first episode of Game of Thrones and I did like it. If I had to ask myself which one hooked me more, uh, the first episode of Orange is the New Black or Game of Thrones, I would say that was the new B. Hooked me more. So Now, who's your favorite character? That's tough. Uh, but I would say Red. I love Red. Okay, Red is a good character. Yeah. And quick aside, um, there's several movies that um, that I grew up with in the 80s So we all grew up with. In the 80s, even if you were born after the 80s, <laughs> uh, that, you know, you watched a lot. And not just the level of, like, Goonies and Ghostbusters and Back to the Future, but these more obscure movies, but you still watched a lot. Like, for me, that would be um, Spies Like Us, uh, Three Amigos, um, uh, Fletch, you know, L.A. Story, and Throw Mama from the Train. And I hadn't seen Throw Mama in uh, probably 15 years. 
So something got in me, a bug, and I was like, I'm going to get that movie. So I, I had it on VHS back in the day, but, you know, I haven't watched the VHS in forever. So <laughs> but that's not going to happen. So I ordered the Blu-ray off of Amazon. I got it in. I pop it in. Um, I'm watching it, and who's there but Red? Red pops Red. up everywhere. Yeah, Red, uh, her name is... Kate Mulgrew. Yes. Also in the Kate 1990s Mulgrew. was Captain Janeway. Right. On Voyager. Yeah, but she she had a minor role in uh, Throw Mama. But uh, I was like, oh my God, that's Red. That's Red. And it, it was Red. Orange is the New Black is a hey, it's that girl kind of show. Hmm. I mean, there's all kinds of people that you just kind of notice from other things. Kate Mulgrew... Um, others that I will think of, but not right at the moment. <laughs> right, I was going to say, like, My who? mind is drawing a blank, but... Right. Um, also in the cast, uh, someone who's kind of become... Sensation is the wrong word, but I would think kind of a cultural touchstone is uh, played by the character... Or the, the actress who plays uh, the character Sophia, who's a transgendered woman, so, uh, mm. Laverne Cox. And she has drawn a lot of praise for her nuanced uh portrayal of of someone who's transgendered and uh ended up on the cover of time magazine so uh it just it just kind of shows how uh how this show and how it portrays women and how it portrays um you know different aspects of life that aren't normally put on well this really isn't on television it's on netflix yeah um in a different way so um also uh taryn manning of Sons of Anarchy plays Pensatucky. Mm-hmm. And there's a uh, Natasha Leone from American Pie. Right. So there's a lot of familiar faces yeah. out there. Another favorite character of mine is, uh, or actress, is Uzu Ab- Abuda. Crazy Eyes. Oh, she's great. Yeah. And I'm looking at her uh, IMDb page and. It's hard to, like, yeah, that is her, but man. One of the top urination scenes (laughs) in modern American film, really. That is kind of One of the top. I've seen That is a shocking pee. But, uh, Uh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. There are a couple bad pee scenes. There's there's that. (laughs) There's uh, porn stash peeing in the Thanksgiving gravy. Oh, yeah. There's a... Woof. Woof. But who would you say is your favorite character in the show? Red's a great one. I would say a character that I really like that's kind of off the wall is Yoga Jones. Mm-hmm. She just seems like the the voice of reason. And uh, if I was uh, if I was stuck in that situation, she seems like someone that I would want to be able to talk to. She just seems so even keeled, and uh, and a lot. And even when you find out what she did, it's so heartbreaking with right. the, the the manslaughter. But mm-hmm. Uh, one character that I really liked and continue to like, would probably wouldn't want to know in real life is Morello, who was just in one of the. And if you've if you haven't seen the show, spoilers are coming up, so we're right. just we're just gonna blow this one out of the water. So turn it off. Yeah. Get to your Netflix. Watch Orange Is the New Black. Come hit us up after. Mm-hmm. Um, when you find out that no, she really doesn't have a fiance. She's just. A stalker and oh, crazy yeah. um that was just a that was a big moment that yeah that was a shocker and uh and then she ends up uh letting rosa uh leave in the last episode so mm-hmm. that was good so you are let's say chad perkins you're preparing to enter litchfield prison 
Just suspend all as an, dis- in, as an inmate. As an inmate, suspend all disbelief. Uh-huh. Whatever you need to go. Yeah. What what character do you you know for in terms of someone who's going to be useful for you? If you had one to pick, who's going to be the person that you want to buddy up with? Hmm. You know, I would probably still pick Red. I would try to get in her family because it seems like she, even though she's kind of that um, condescending mother figure, she still, as we saw, especially in season two, does care. You wouldn't want to be in V's group? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, oh, no. Uh, no. Yeah, I would say Red. I would think she could get me things. Yeah. And not that she's a, a big tough or anything, but I think she... She's got some muscle in, behind yeah, her. Yeah, she's, she's got, got some muscle she's behind got some her. People. So. She's got the, those ties to the Russian mafia. Mm-hmm. And like many movie reds in prison can get you things. Exactly. So Now, do you think that was an accident or is that a nod? To I don't Shawshank? know, but I, I don't think I thought about it until just now. Really? So, which means I'm probably pretty slow. Because <laughs> <laughs> I thought... That, like, on a I first... was like, oh, red, yeah, Morgan Freeman. Mm-hmm. So. I understand you're a man who can get things. <clears throat> I was going to say, where would you rather be, Shawshank or Litchfield? But I think that's probably Litchfield. pretty obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are no sisters, mm. if you know what I mean, right? In, uh, in Litchfield, though there is uh, sexual crime, right? Um, well, Litchfield is also a minimum security prison, and Shawshank was yeah no maximum. Like. And back in the day, so yeah, yeah, that was not good. Yeah, uh, of the guards, who do you like? I don't want to like porn stash but he is a great character i think he's hilarious i feel the he most is just such a scamp yeah <laughs> scamp <laughs> i feel the most for um and he's not a guard he's a counselor but for uh i'm blanking on his name counselor um healy healy thank you i feel the most for him just because he's sad he's a sad awful man yeah hateful yeah. But I, I still like, feel for him. Yeah. What about Caputo? Caputo, I started liking this season. Yeah, I did too. The one thing I didn't like is, uh, I don't know. I don't know how quite how I felt about the scene where Figarello tries to get her, tries to keep her job. Right. And uh, is does what she needs to do, but is unsuccessful in keeping her job. That seemed a little low, even for Caputo. Yeah. Um, though she was You mean nasty. beer can? Yeah, beer can. <laughs> They used to call me Beer Can in high school. Uh, okay. <laughs> Didn't need that visual. No. Thanks, Genji Cohen. Um, but his band is called Side Boob. That is pretty great. Which is pretty... And he had his unrequited love with mm-hmm. the female version of DJ Qualls. <laughs> but then he fired her. That was pretty un That was pretty... That was, that was not Caputo. No. That was not Caputo. No. But he does seem to genuinely care. Yeah. Which was surprising. Because yeah. he seemed like just a big prick in the first season. Uh, it would be interesting to see. I think he'd end up just like Figarello eventually. Mm. She'd just be, they'd just realize they can't do anything and might as well get your paper while you can. All the while, you know, conspiring with your gay husband. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. That, was put, that was put on a little mm. thick, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that that was one moment where I was just like, that's eh, a little okay, much. Like, okay, but, eh, I don't know. It, it, you know, it wasn't like, um, man, I say what's her name a lot, but what's her name? 
uh, you know, finding out that what's her name didn't really have a fiance. Morello. Morello. Thank you. Uh, that was brilliant. That uh, was a great moment. But that reveals kind of like, oh, okay. So who is in your mind? Who's Piper's soulmate? <clears throat> or does she have one on the show? I don't think she has one. Yeah. And I actually don't. I've never really liked uh, Laura Prepon's character. I've never really liked Alex. She kind of annoys me. She is kind of annoying. Is she more annoying than Larry? Different types of annoying. I'm going to go no on that. <laughs> different I, types of annoying. I agree there are different types of annoying, but Larry, yeah. I really want some true tragedy to befall Larry and mm. see how he handles it because he keeps going around. It's like, oh, nobody knows how tough it is for me. Because I'm not the one in prison. Right. And he goes and has sex with Polly. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, Jason Biggs. There are pies. You could have waited. <laughs> um, but I would have, I will have to say probably Jason Biggs' best character and best performance and all the things I've seen. He, he plays, he does really, really well, I think, in that performance. And if you look up the real Larry... Um, the real Larry is uglier, I think, than uh, yeah. him. But they do have similar qualities, yeah. characteristics. Anyway, I mean, um, physical characteristics. So, but so good casting. I think uh, I think Piper looks a lot like the real Piper. Yeah, um, and Taylor Schilling is an excellent actress. Yes, and even though she's kind of annoying in the first season, she is really gives a great performance. I think, and uh, the real Piper. Looks, I mean, they look pretty similar. Yeah, the real, definitely. The real Piper's getting it done. You know, she's she's good looking. Um, she hasn't. Uh, Taylor hasn't really done a whole lot. I'm looking at her IMDb. She's had eight credits as an actress, so she's relatively new. 2007 was her first movie, and then she was in Mercy TV series for a year. Uh, she was in Argo. So what do you think her career arc is like? Because I don't think she's I don't think she's leading lady movie material. I don't think she is either. She could do maybe independent rom coms. Yes, I think she'd be great in that, like a really really good, well written, mm-hmm. you know, independent movie. Yeah, I think she'd be really great in something like that. But I don't see mainstream action thriller the way you know you might with. Uh, well, no one really on this cast because they all kind of right. they're they're a different kind of actress. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that people really, you know, and I've hit on this in podcasts before, is it provides an opportunity for actresses who don't get a lot of opportunity to play yeah. nuanced roles, like especially women of color too. Mm-hmm. You know, you think of the shading that they give in Tasty and Pousset, which is my favorite name. Pousset. She might be one of my. She's she might be my. And favorite that's not character. a nickname. That is actually that is her, her name. name. P o u s s e y. Pousset Washington. Pousset. Pousset. Um, but people who wouldn't have gotten it. I mean, you know, there just aren't these kind of roles, and hopefully there will be more in the future. And the success of this will, you know, free people to say, hey, you know, we can have a cast that isn't you know, 90% white and, you know, 20% whatever. Right. But, um, yeah, it was good. So what's, what's the biggest, what the, what the F moment for you <laughs> in Orange is the New Black? Is it Morello? Hmm. Probably not. Um, man. Well, the end of season one, um, was pretty big when, uh, 
Pensatucky was beating Piper and uh and um Oof, why, that was that was brutal. Why can't I think of this guy's name? Healy. Healy. Jeez. I was I was scrolling down the list here. I'm like I'm Healy of the Russian Mail not Order Bride. Seeing his name anywhere. Yeah, Healy. Uh just turns his back. Yeah. You know. Um That was kind of a cliffhanger. Yeah. That was I mean definitely of season one, I think that was the biggest biggest one. Um and then likewise in season two when red was getting hers with a yeah with a uh v a lock in a sock lock in a sock lock in a sock a uh, blackjack basically yeah to the head but seeing her get beaten up in the flashback scene in the kitchen the first time yeah was kind of like wow so v that was hardcore. The, the lethalness of v is a very slow burn you know they reveal it very little bit by little bit until that flashback where she has this kid who's essentially her son. Yeah. Shot by a crooked cop. Yeah. I mean, geez. Yeah, this is someone who's just, I mean, it doesn't matter what, if she's in prison, she's going to try and run that prison no matter mm-hmm. what. If she's out on the streets, she's going to try and run the street. If she was running legit business, she'd be acting shady. Yeah. So what about you? Um, I loved the Rosa backstory, the bank robber. Yeah. That was freaking awesome. And I loved the um I loved the ending of the series of uh, the ending of the season two where she's just driving along on the road <laughs> and runs the fuck over me. Yes. <laughs> I thought that was great. Yes. Uh that would probably be it. That in terms of my favorite, you know, what the heck moment. Um just finding out all about the characters' backstories is mm-hmm. kinda like lost. Um you know, that was one of the things that I love most about Lost was, you know, you see these characters in a certain light and then they drop some knowledge on you that makes you look at them a little bit differently. Like Morello, you know, she goes from being, you think of her as one of the more level-headed people, one of the people who has it together. No, she is bad shit crazy. Yeah. Like taking baths in the house of someone who, <laughs> right. they, it's not their house while she's in a prison. Wow, that is nuts. Now, that was a tense moment. I thought for sure she was going to get caught. I thought she for sure she was going to get caught, too. And she pulled it off. Yeah. She was throwing the towel out of the window of the van as the guard was getting back in at yeah. the hospital. What? Now, what do you think about Bennett? This is Daya's uh, <clears throat> baby daddy. Baby daddy. Uh, the, the guard. As far as a character, eh, not too crazy about him. Um, I like porn stash better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know what's going to happen there. Um, I think he's going to, I think he's going to fail. I think he is going, he is going to betray her, not betray her. That's the wrong thing to say, but I I don't think he's going to come through for her. I think he's weak willed. Yeah. I think he's looking for a way out. And, uh, I think his, his last little bit of courage is when he told Caputo about it. And now that Caputo has given him a way out. Yeah. And I, I do think that Dia's being a little unreasonable for uh, ah, someone I think in prison. She's being pretty insanely unreasonable. Yeah, it's like look what Caputo oh, we did. Could bo- he, we could both can be we could both yeah. be in prison together, but and not then the we same have a prison. life together. Yeah, it's not a co-ed prison. They're in prison together now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure former prison guards do very well in prison. Absolutely, I am sure that uh, there's no. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. Like that prison that we see up north uh, in the first episode of season two. Oh, yeah. In Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Which we bad. have that cameo by Tank Girl. Oh, yeah. Tank Girl. I kept I kept hearing her voice. And I'm like, where have I heard this voice? And Stephanie was like, so you recognize Tank Girl, right? <laughs> what? Tank Girl. Tank Lore Girl. Petty. Yeah. So that was that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so it seemed to me anyway that in the second season, my interest was getting pulled away from the whole Piper thing. I was caring less about what was going on with Piper and more about this war between the two yeah. prison families, basically. Um, yeah. What about you? Did, did you just kind of stop caring about Piper? I did stop problems? caring about Piper, but um, I agree it wasn't the main focus of it, and yeah. I think that's good. I think the best parts of season one were. I think Piper's your entree into this world. She is the person that most people who are watching the show are going to identify with. Mm-hmm. And I think as the characters are fleshed out, you don't need her to guide you through it anymore. And she can be part of the ensemble, which I think is is good. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do in season three. I think Laura Prepon's back. I was so just wondering. Are they that. tossing her back in jail? It doesn't seem like things are going too well for her on the outside. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't want to be chased by a West African drug lord either. Um, it would make me a little paranoid. So I think she's probably going to end up back in, and there might be more uh, Taylor drama. Mm-hmm. Taylor, excuse me, Piper drama. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I kind of felt the same way and kind of felt that the other characters were the more interesting part of it. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. So what do you? There, there's, there's a, there's a lot of nudity. <laughs> there is a lot of nudity in this show. Do you think it's a little heavy-handed? Do you think it's a little um, overdone? I think it's okay. The the one thing, and forgive me for saying this, but uh, time when I just was like, uh, I don't really want to be seeing this is the sex scene with V in a flashback. Oh, yeah, that was a little creepy. Yeah, I was like, come on. That was a tad little creepy. Come on. Um, I think that, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it does kind of... It doesn't bother me as much, um, you know? Yeah, but it does kind of seem like a prerequisite for coming on the show. You may... You have a very good chance of... Yeah, you're going to have to show boob. Being naked. Or butt. And I didn't think, you know, with a character like V that she would ever have to and then boom there it is wow yeah there you go everybody shirts off yeah it's uh um yeah even so so uh got naked right a lot of explicit sex scenes this is you know pop fans you do not want to watch this with your parents right just don't don't recommend it to them it'll get awkward yeah um yeah Definitely. So the title song can get stuck in your head like an earworm. I always fast forward through the title sequence. Chad. Just because I don't like seeing all those mouths. <laughs> mouths and eyes. Do you not like mouths? It's, it's just beautiful. Too, it's showing the beauty yeah, I know. of all these I women. I know. I know. It's just too close up. I'm seeing pores. I'm seeing. Oh, wow. You know, and everything. And a lot of times I put it on like when I get home from work and I, maybe I've made dinner. I'm sitting down to eat. I don't want to see you faces see, you don't in my see, face. Yeah, you don't want to see faces. So, and it's long, it's too long. It's like a minute and a half. It is. It is kind of rough. So, I mean, it's an hour long show. Sometimes an hour and a half. 
the we're last busy, episode. We're busy out, people, yeah. Netflix. Come on. Yeah. Get so, your shit together. Just, yeah. Uh, cut that down there a little bit. But, um, but yeah, that song will get stuck in the mental playlist <laughs> frequently on repeat. <laughs> and there it is. Yeah. And I'm hearing it. Yep. There it is. Right now. Right now. Regina Spector. Yep. Is, uh, is who, who did that. So, what do you think the longevity of this series is? It seems like unless they're prepared to say goodbye to Piper at some point, um, they're going to have to end it sooner rather than later because she's only supposed to be there 15 months. I mean, they could play the game of, you know, having one month last a season, um, you know, which shows like Justified have done. Uh, Breaking Bad might have, you know, it, it mm-hmm. happens. Yeah. Um, but there, there's kind of a limit. I mean, she's going to have to go home, and that would be the logical place to end it. I think four seasons is probably what they're going to get. After that, it's it's starting to drag it on, unless they change it, you know, like Piper goes home and you bring in a new scared white girl or something. I don't know. That <laughs> seems like it'd be kind of contrived, too. I think right. like three or four seasons. Maybe that's why uh, Dia's having a baby. That might be. Yeah, oh, like, that's oh, great. The next generation. <laughs> it could be future prison. Well, that's usually when a They'll show. They'll have like force fields. Yeah, and, oh, that'd be awesome. When a show gets tapped out, you know, sitcoms usually. Orange is the new black baby. They'll, they'll have a baby. Yeah. You know? Like they did that on Growing Pains and uh, what, Family Ties. Well, like they had Muppet babies. You could have, you could have prison babies. <laughs> prison babies. <laughs> That'd be great. We need to cast this. Definitely. Oh God, call us Netflix. Mm. We're, uh, we're we're ready. <laughs> we're ready. Bring your checkbook because these ideas don't come cheap. Wow. Now, what do you think about the fact that it is on Netflix? They don't release any of their numbers as far as viewership. Like even the people who make the show don't know. Yeah. How many people are watching this? That's their business. You know. I mean, that's kind of a, a trite answer, but you know, I'd be curious to see. Um, but uh, it certainly seems culturally to have a lot of um, a lot of depth. It's getting a lot of media coverage. It's getting a lot of awards coverage. Um, you know, heck, it was on the cover of Time magazine. Yeah. Um, not that that means much anymore. Um, What's a magazine? It's a. Uh, I think it's it's something that. Uh, it's like a bathroom decoration. Is it like a printed version of the internet? Yeah, it's printed internet. You know, huh. for dentist offices. Interesting. Um, How do you click on links? Do you not? No. Weird. Turn pages. Oh. Um, I completely lost my train of thought. I um, threw you with the magazine. No, it's okay. Brilliant. It, no, I don't. I don't joke. need. I don't need anyone's help. Just start babbling <laughs> incoherently, Chad. Don't blame yourself. <laughs> um, if you're so, just joining us, we're talking. <laughs> we're talking about. I don't know. We don't remember. Early onset Alzheimer's. Um, <laughs> so uh, the show was created by Genji Cohen, um, who did create a show that a lot of people, including your podcasting partner, Chad, felt mm-hmm. lasted much too long, and that was Weeds. Uh. It was a great show for three seasons, and then it kind of, they left um, they left the little town of Agrestic, and this was a woman who was... Uh, 
played by an actress who I can't name. This is really compelling podcasting. <laughs> but anyway, she was selling pot to uh, in her suburban neighborhood mm-hmm. and the consequences afterward. And it overstayed its welcome. And I guess that would be a fear as well. Um, but a lot of the things that people complained about weeds, I don't know, haven't sh- really shown up in Orange is the New Black yet. So, mm-hmm. But we'll see. I remember Homeland was created by that's the show on showtime about the terrorist sleeper cells um a lot of people were afraid that because the creators of it created 24 that eventually it would become really absurd and it did it got really crazy um so i don't know but it's good for for now and i think i'm looking forward to season three Mm um i'm looking forward to what else netflix is going to put out there um you know i think the future for good tv is uh if you can even call this tv good program good episodic programming is yeah good yeah well it did crash the internet the day season two was released yeah (laughs) yeah it's obviously getting a lot of plays um thank you tom warner (sighs) let's not even go there net neutrality and all that jazz oh i know (laughs) Ah. so we both uh, i think we both read an article kind of about um comparing the actual book to the show and Mm -hmm. and the um similarities and so forth one thing that that i read was that um she did actually piper did actually uh request for a furlough it was her really yeah I i think her last her last month or something like that but it got denied but it was because her grandmother was dying yeah but she said it totally got denied they like didn't even acknowledge it yeah so you know of course there's things in a tv show that that the writers write because that's their job you know and um piper's commenting on how um she never went to shoe yeah which is solitary um she never went to solitary but that one of the writers was just really fascinated with solitary confinement. So that gets thrown in there. Um, what was the other one? Alex and Piper weren't in the same prison, except um, they were on the same prison plane. And they sat next to each other when they were going, to, because they actually did go to Chicago right, to, to testify. testify. Mm-hmm. And uh, at that point, Piper was not prepared to forgive Alex for what she had done. So, uh, you know, they had that interaction, you know, there was not all the sex happening, you know, she mm-hmm. didn't continue a relationship with Alex afterwards, but, uh, but Piper has said, and, and the, the real Alex has said that they have made their peace with it. And the real Alex actually watches the show and says she really enjoys it and, uh, can see it as just <laughs> fiction, yeah. you know? So, uh, she looks a little different than Laura. Mm, I haven't, I haven't seen the picture of the real Alex. She looks more like red. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. No, actually, that's the, uh, when they went to testify, was that happened in her last month yep. of her of her stay. Um, I don't know when she requested for furlough, but she also said she was never uh, attacked. She never felt in danger there. That's good. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it kind of had to keep your head on a swivel, but um, she never really felt in danger, was never attacked. I mean, so a lot of this was... What dramatic, Drama- yeah, dr- dramatized obviously, um, for entertainment. But uh, one thing that she is big on is sentencing reform, you yeah. Know, she's basically since she, she got out of there, she's writing a new book and it's about the prison system. I think it's, uh, I mean, it's also nonfiction, but mm-hmm. not like her first book. 
I think more about reform and so forth. And she has kind of made a difference. There's since she started with this, there's been a lot of states who have changed laws, and I think she said New York, particularly, um, the percentage of inmates is going down, but yeah. crime is staying the same. It's not going up. Yeah. So, so that's good. She's you know just kind of making waves. Um, well, it's a. I mean, it's a huge segment of our society. I mean, there are yeah. two million people in prison. We actually have more people in prison than China. Um, John Oliver, uh, on his show on, uh, on Sunday said, we don't have more of anything than China except debt to China and prisoners. <laughs> oh, John Oliver. He's so funny. <clears throat> yeah. But it's true. It's true. Yep. So what else? Comic-Con's going on. <laughs> we are not there. <laughs> Correct. Correct. It is going on. It's Saturdays. Just figured we'd slam the door on Orange is the New Black. And and that's Orange is the New Black. And we're done. I I think that we were kind of we were kind of petering out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, there was. So, uh, but if you have questions about Orange is the New Black, um, tweet us, email us. We will endeavor to find the answers. We are your slightly slower Google. (laughs) If you just don't want to Google it, if you just want someone else to do it for you, yeah, just think. Think of at popular fanatics. Yeah, at popular fanatics, on and the we'll tweets. we'll take care of it yeah. on the Twitter machine. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, Comic Con, man. Today is Saturday. It's the big day, um, and we are not there, which is Comic Con's loss. Not there. Today's going to be Marvel and DC doing all their. Should we go Warner ahead? Bro- Disney and Warner Brothers. Should we go ahead me. and start the pop van Kickstarter to get us to go to? San Diego Comic Con next should. year. We should. I think we should. I think you know if it's... you get potato salad funded. <laughs> what? You, did you not see that on Kickstarter? No. Someone someone put they wanted to get a bowl of potato salad funded in a, for ten dollars, and it's like fifty eight hundred dollars now. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my. We get fifty eight hundred dollars to go to Comic Con. But that would not get funded. <laughs> no, it wouldn't get funded. Because, well, potato salad. Because, yeah, potato salad. I mean, because then you're really doing something. What if we eat potato salad at Comic-Con? That's it. That's Groundbreaking. it. Groundbreaking. Pop fans, make it happen. Wow. So we probably need about $6,000 to do it right. So that's $1,000 from each of you. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, we think there are more of you. There are. There are. There are. And there's, there need to be more, so tell your friends. There's and if an you army don't, of, we'll come find you because there aren't that many of you. There's an army of fan maniacs out there, and it's growing every day. So there are. Get get with the net. Sometimes it goes down, like when I shift gears like that, but hey. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like, well, that's just about orange the new black. People start turning off when Greg talks. Um, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy coming out uh, Thursday. I'm excited about that. I know n- literally jack nothing about those comics, but the uh, the trailers are enough to make me interested in it. Everyone's saying it's the best Marvel movie ever. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I'm definitely going to see it in 3D. Right, Chad? No. <laughs> Is Stephanie going to see it? Yeah. Hmm. She doesn't know it yet, but she's going to. How does she feel about Rocket Raccoon? I mean, she, does, I think she's an animal fine. wearing clothes. Eh, it's not a monkey. It's not a monkey, but... For those of you who may have just begun listening to uh, popular fanatics and have not gone through the entire catalog yet which i suggest you do because there's lots of time really and we're entertaining 21network.com uh the lovely sweet stephanie my girlfriend um 
is deathly afraid of monkeys. Yeah. This has been the worst fucking time of year because of <laughs> Dawn of Planet of the Apes. Right. Because really the thing she's scared, and it, it's back, it's from a childhood trauma. There's just nothing we can do about it but avoid monkeys at all costs. Mm-hmm. Makes trips. We went to a zoo in Maine, which had monkeys everywhere, and it was rough. Wow. But uh, literally, she's afraid of monkeys doing human things, dressed in clothes. Dawn of Planet of the Apes. You've got monkeys riding horses, wearing clothes, shooting guns. It's the worst thing in the world. It's really bad. When we when we went to see. Um, edge of tomorrow <laughs> we had to cover her eyes and her ears and hum so she didn't hear the monkeys making monkey sounds <laughs> we looked pretty ridiculous <laughs> and i was laughing oh not because i was laughing at stephanie's pain i would never do that um because i know these are serious feelings but it was literally the it was this that dark that dark humor of this is the worst thing that could possibly happen ever the only worst thing that could happen to Stephanie in her life is monkeys dressed as pilots flying an airplane because she hates flying too. That would be it. Oh my god! If we ever need to, like, no, we're no scare let, therapy. No, let that thought die stillborn. No, Chad. If you even think about it, she'll know and she'll punish us. She's sitting up right now at home. We call her sweet. She is also vengeful, <laughs> and she will make us hurt. Sweet and sour. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Some people, you know, they need a real shock to their system. The, no. The movie no. Um, Honey, uh, Hunt and Honeymoon is coming to mind, where they needed to scare this guy to death. I don't need to buy a gun to commit suicide. Now we're getting really dark, Pop fans. <laughs> All I need to do is buy a monkey mask and scare Stephanie, and she will either kill me immediately or begin plotting my death. True. So it would probably not be the least painful way, but it would be the cheapest way for me to go. <laughs> Correct. So anyway, on that little aside. Hmm. Interesting. Where do we go from there? So we're definitely seeing Donna Planet of the Apes, though. You and me, right? Well, yeah, I want to see it. I You're definitely see it. not seeing it with her. No, I'm not seeing it with but her. But I'm not seeing it in 3D. Okay, Sorry. that's fine. Let's go back to the good old 2D world. Dagnabbit. That's terrible. 3D it's like, is it's like I want to go back and watch black and white. <clears throat> it oh, it's add, just pure. It doesn't add anything. It's film. Records yeah. sound better. <laughs> Records sound better. Listen to you. It's richer. Uh, I wish it was on video and not on film. I wish it was on Laserdisc. That's the best. Laserdisc was awesome. The best format. You had to flip it and everything. Oh, God, you did have to flip it? Yeah. Um, one of my favorite commentary tracks is on the one for Chasing Amy, and I spend the first 15 minutes just shitting on DVD and talking up Laserdisc because it was a Criterion Laserdisc. Wow. So on the on the when they finally put it on DVD, there's like a five-minute Kevin Smith's on camera saying, there's a chance you might hear me say something like, fuck DVD. I didn't say that. I mean, it was probably Aflac or Muse. Muse was high. Wow. We'll have to do a pop fan on the um the Kevin Smith movies. Yeah, day. definitely. Who who I mean, even back in the day when D V D was just getting released and Laserdisc was out there, who would not want to adopt D V D? You don't have to flip it. It's smaller. Uh, I mean Hey, I'm I'm living that argument, man. Who would not want to do three D? It's it looks better. It doesn't it look is, better. Yes, it does. It doesn't look better. You had to wear dorky glasses 
Uh, there are people. There are people. There are probably people in our audience who have to wear glasses all the time. <laughs> well, they're Chad. dorks. <laughs> they're dorks. Do you hear that, pop fans? For those of you wearing glasses, Chad thinks you're dorks. I don't wear glasses. Greg yet. doesn't. Greg accepts you for who you are. <laughs> but you got to wear these glasses to see the 3D. It doesn't help the story any. It doesn't add anything visually. It's like, oh, there's this. Demi- okay, so I can't use okay, my imagination. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll to- watch. We'll watch the Planet of the Apes in 2D. So I'll have to pretend like I know the feeling of the monkeys flinging their poo at me. <laughs> I mean, I won't actually have to dodge it. If if you tell Stephanie that you saw 3D monkeys riding horses, dressed in clothes, we're not going to tell her anything. <laughs> we're we're gonna, we're going gonna, to the I'm library. Gonna, I'm gonna tell her I'm having an affair. That would go. go over better. That would be better. Um, going to have an affair. Okay, honey, bye. Be back in two and a half hours. I'm going to see Dawn of Planet of the Apes. Don't you fucking come back. Yeah, do not come back. Do not come back. (laughs) She thinks she could smell the monkey on me. (laughs) You'll never make a monkey out of me. Oh, gosh. Classic Uh, Simpsons episode. Oh, hey, newsflash fans. Mm -hmm. Did you hear this news, Chad? Uh, FXX is making every episode of The Simpsons available on streaming. What do you think of them apples? Well, I've already got all the important seasons on DVD. The important ones, the culturally significant ones. Well, like the first 10 seasons. After that, come on. And even 10 is pushing it. 10 is pushing it. When was was 10? When did 10 come out? Uh, Show came out in 91, I believe. Oh, no. I think it was earlier than that. I think it was like 89. Mm, Let me see. Pop it up here on the old system. The uh, pop fan. Pop fans, would you systems. Google that for us and then email it in, and we'll have it for for next episode. Eighty nine. Eighty nine. Eighty nine. Um. So season ten would have been ninety nine. Right. Wow. So the Simpsons has sucked for that long. <laughs> yeah. But man, the early. Oh, it was great years there was nothing don't blame me i voted for kodos is one of my favorite lines of all time (laughs) that's right go ahead throw your vote away i believe i'll vote for a third party (laughs) yeah 98 98 was season 10 yeah wow when are they gonna put that one to bed now when are they gonna shoot that one behind the shed and put it out of its misery well apparently a major character is gonna die this current season is crusty still alive i think so yeah well he's had a heart condition yeah he smokes yeah i think it's gonna be crusty who do you think it's gonna be i don't know i mean honestly i can't even tell you if he is still alive because i'm not watching yeah it, it hurts me it hurts it makes me sad my heart gets sad yeah when i watch the current episodes because it's just what's such... better futurama or simpsons uh, Across the board, Futurama, because yeah. it never got bad. It just kept getting canceled. Yeah, it did. Uh, but it would come <laughs> back and it'd be good. That's the key, showrunners. Don't get bad. Just keep getting canceled. Yeah. Um, You'll be better in the end. And so then random podcasters will appreciate you more. Yeah. As a whole, Futurama's more solid. Yeah. But, I mean, you take the first nine, ten seasons of The Simpsons, I mean, it's pure gold. Yeah. It oh, was great. Just so, so good. We did an episode of The Simpsons, uh, Pop Fan, uh, episode two, I think, um, back before Greg Casey's tenure. 
uh, took hold. But um, the dark ages. Yeah, the dark ages. Back when you had to crank up the podcast to listen yeah, to it. It was it was rough. That's yeah. hard on the hands. It is hard on the hands. Um, but you can go listen to that if you like. Um, it's out there. So yeah. So what else? What, what else? Well, that's our standard transition from now on. So, yeah. what else? What else? Looking forward to The Walking Dead coming back. Yeah, when is that coming back? Uh, October? God. Darn. Yeah, I mean, they're filming it now. Um, this is going to be the most ambitious season so far. Oh, so they're going to be... They're, they're, they're actually going to have good writing? <sighs> Oh, <laughs> you're gonna see how yeah. Terminus came to be, yeah, and uh, all this and that. I and hope Rick dies. It, I really no, hope Rick dies. No, I hope he dies. No. To, to get, I know he's not going to, but I hope he does. Now, come on. Then we can, you know, Carl, Carl, <laughs> Carl, Carl, Carl. I'm Carl. a father, and I care about you so much. So I'm gonna make sure you don't get any of the skills that you're gonna need to survive for the next. <laughs> 10 to 15 years in this horrible beshitted world don't learn to shoot because you're never gonna have to kill zombies (laughs) let's all sit around and pretend that you didn't see your mother get eaten well that you didn't shoot your mother yeah that was awesome born today how about born today since i'm on the side and it just popped up born today helen murin she is, guess how old she is? 69. Wow. You are correct, sir. Are you kidding? Uh, I am serious. So, so every kid's juvenile answer for a number is is actually right this yeah. time. Uh, 69. God, she's getting it done. Kevin Spacey, born today. How old was he? 65. 55. Come on. Wow. 55. God. Kate Beckinsale. 45. 41. <sighs> Stanley Kubrick was also born on this day in 1928. He lived to 1999. Yeah, he's dead. Anyway. And Sandra Bullock is the big 5-0. Wow, Sandra Bullock. You know, Would love to see the contract you made with the devil. <laughs> Sandy Bullock and um, her Speed co-star, uh, Bill, or Ted, which was he? Oh, he was He was Ted God. Theodore Logan, right? I no, Bill S. Preston? I don't know. No, Ted Theodore Logan. I do know San Dimas High School football rules, but I do do not know. I'm pretty sure he was Ted. Anyway, he is also 50. They're the same age. 50? Keanu Mm -hmm. Reeves. Keanu Reeves, yeah. So there you go. Okay. Yeah. So now when we just start, you know, having random moments of silence i think it's i think so i think time to wrap up yeah no no i think i think the silence is good i think people appreciate enjoy it like oh this is relaxing when we have a poll of what what do you enjoy what do you enjoy most about pop fan the random silence when they're not talking yeah really it's really great oh you mean like you know when we're no when there's silence yeah when nobody's saying anything. Yeah. I'm actually going through Twitter now to see if there's anything interesting to talk about. Jeez. But, it, but it's all full of war. Quick, we need to fill air. We need to fill time. Look up something on Twitter. God. What's this, happening this on... the great. Oh, well, how about this? Uh, for the first time since the 60s, a comedy album is the number one album uh, in the world, and that belongs to Weird Al. Wow. Weird Al Yankovic. Really? Which is good for him. Really? I would have thought it was Robin Thicke, but hey, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Um. Yeah. By the way, he has been killing it with the uh, with the uh, 
the things that he does. No, those things that he does, yes. Yeah, the the music videos, the word crimes has gotten blurred yes. lines stuck in my head again. <clears throat> Thanks, Weird Al. Yeah. Um, even though it is really good. Yeah, he did eight days of eight videos. And um, he's saying this is going to be his last album just because he feels like the album uh, wave of putting out music is kind of dead. You know, people don't really buy albums. Although, number one selling album yeah. right there. He puts lie to it. Um, but he it makes sense for him. Uh, and I watched an interview where he kind of explained this. Because now... Everyone on YouTube, as soon as, you know, Blurred Lines comes out, there's a million parody videos from just Joe Schmoes. And, you know, some, like, bigger companies, too. But by the time he makes an album that has that parody on there and puts it out, there's always, there's already been a billion other parodies. A lot of people have had a crack at it. Yeah, so for him to be on top of things, he's just going to release singles, I think, from here on out. So he can get the stuff out there. I will be looking forward to more... uh, more Weird Al. Yeah. Definitely. What's your favorite Weird Al song? Ooh, that is tough. I do love Fat. I mean, it's a classic. That is great. You gotta go I'm, I'm an Amish Paradise man. Yes, Amish Paradise. But uh, White and Nerdy. White, White and Nerdy is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, did you know? I was just uh, telling Michelle this the other day. Did you know? In the White and Nerdy video, Key and Peel. They're the two guys in the car. Key and Peel, one of my favorite shows. Yes, yes. So they roll up Key and Peel right there. So there you go. Yeah. So good for Weird Al. I think you've learned a lot today, pop yeah, fans. Yeah. You I mean, you've really, you know, it's gone from Orange is the New Black to 80s movies to a continuation of our discussion of how 3D is superior <laughs> to right. uh, to Weird Al, to birthdays, to just, you know, finding, and, and really you got to peek into the podcast making sausage here. You know, God, that sounded really perverted in a way that I hadn't meant. Uh-huh. But, um, but yeah. So we continue to want to be a fan-friendly podcast, so I'd just like to remind all of you out there, if you have any pop-related topics or fan-related topics that you would like us to touch on, or just something that you think might be uncomfortable for Chad and I to talk about, and yeah. which would you would derive entertainment from us right. chatting about, please tweet me at TallBeFree, Chad. At, uh, at Chad Perkins 2-1. Or the show at Popular Fanatics. Really do it at the show. And yeah. That would be the best way to do that, it. That would be good. Email us. Uh, don't call. We don't answer. No. Um, we really don't have phones. And really, mm-hmm. who, who phones anymore? No. It's gross. Don't, Stop it. Don't phone me. And we're not giving you our numbers to text. So really, Twitter. Do we have an email? We have an email. We have a, well, just info at 21podcast.com is yeah. the, is, or uh, at 21network. Which so if that's if that's of. if that's the way you do it, then yeah. you know, just put popular fanatics. We probably have an info at popularfanatics.com, <laughs> but uh, we'll we'll endeavor to find out. I'll ask Dave next. about that. But really, just tweet just to let us know you're out there. Yeah, um, we like hearing your voice. We like hearing your voices. We like to know what you like about the show, what you don't like about the show, what you're wearing. Or, well, you know, yeah, I wasn't going to go there from time I mean, to time. I assumed that that was. Um, See that was, you know, go went without saying. So anyway, yeah, let's put a let's put a pin in this one. Okay, let's kill it. Let's kill it. Uh, I'm tired.
entire topic. I think we did kill it, so. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's dead. <laughs> it's, it's, dead. It, it's definitely dead. It's dead. Okay. It is definitely dead. All right. Well, on behalf of Greg Casey, I am Chad Perkins. This is, eh, for the most part, Pop, pop Culture <laughs> 101. Eh. Uh, so with that in mind, let me say, class dismissed. This has been a production of the 21 Network. For more great podcasts, visit 21network.com. To view additional content, subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash 21network. Follow us on Twitter at 21network for the latest news and updates. The 21 Network, for the fan and all of us.